0: 3MDR is live in Newstead on this sunny weekend in, what are you still, January? Still January. January. 2018. Having a chat to Ian Bland under the shade of whatever this lovely old cottonwood is. It's
1: a beautiful old tree, isn't it?
0: Yeah, chatting about stories and um, we've just come off a storytelling session, haven't we?
1: We have, and a wonderful session it was. It's Mm. great hearing uh, people's own stories.
0: This is a new uh, event here at Newstead.
1: It is a new event. It, it, it um, I think, it's a great concept. It just takes people a little while to get to know exactly what it is.
0: Tell our listeners a little bit about what to expect because this is not. We've talked on, in the past about um, under the annex, which is an event that's held yes. uh, in Melbourne at the Oakley Bowling Club.
1: Oakley Bowling Club.
0: Um, so, talk to people a bit about what this is what the events for it's called storytelling yeah and what are the parameters around telling the story
1: it's called a story slam which really is kind of the current word i guess that people are using but it's basically people come and tell their stories they have five minutes i'm the ogre with the bell and, (laughs) and the stopwatch and they have five minutes sometimes it's themed but generally when you're introducing it somewhere new it's good to just keep it open. Tell any story you want.
0: So, to me, that uh, just as a concept, how do you how do you know what story is going to fit the room, or fit? How do you think that works for people? Because I think it could be quite intimidating to sort of get up and just start speaking. And yet today, I'll just give you a list of some of the people we had today in the in the session, which was terrific. We had a, someone who actually read. A story about a goldfish and a, and a dog, <laughs> and probably some other things, and a harpist who just told a story about her job as a so everything from sort of reading through to someone telling us about their their daily work yeah. last week, some events that happened.
1: Yes, yeah, she's a harpist at a hospital. She mm. does, um, I forget the word for it, but uh, it's music therapy. Music therapy, that's it. And that was a wonderful story she told you get some very emotive, as we did today, where we had somebody telling their story and they got very emotional about it, not expecting that they would get emotional. And that's, that's nice, it shows the power of your stories and the effect they have on you. When you're thinking of them yourself, uh, you, you don't get that emotion, but when you start talking about it, it brings it out. That's wonderful. We don't have enough of that anymore. Um, everybody's uh, more interested in keeping up with the Kardashians. We listen to <laughs> we other people's um, you know, television, movies. It's, we just sit and watch. We don't interact.
0: Yes, it's interesting. We write ourselves out of our own stories almost we want it, through wanting entertainment or wanting to, to be occupied or be
1: entertained. And the problem is then you, you absorb... Other people's memories and other people's culture, um, and it's 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 the death of mm. communication, really.
0: Interesting. Um, today, I, I think I just asked you there before about how do people know what the right story is, but actually, you've just reminded me that the lady who spoke about the butterflies, yeah. in as uh, she was describing an Alzheimer's patient, that she taken on a bus and I think this lady had Alzheimer's and they went to the zoo and she wouldn't get off the bus. We might play that story in just a moment. Um, but it was, she was triggered to get up because the Harpist lady had actually been up talking about her job. So is that sort of how, is that the idea that's, of how it's supposed to work?
1: That's the perfect way that it works. Uh, quite often it doesn't initially because people feel they need to be totally prepared Then you do get com- uh, s- uh, stories that react, that come from other stories spoken in mm. during the course of it, which is wonderful. Half the time, people have even forgotten the story that they're going to tell or don't even realise it's a story yet. Who
0: was the chap who got up? <coughs> the fellow who got up today, he was a, um, an auctioneer and a station owner. Yeah. He had a, a very sort of poignant tale to tell but I don't think he actually did know what he was going to say when he got up to speak, in fact he prefaced his, he did. his speech by saying I don't know what I'm going to say
1: and it it um, it just meandered in a good way mm. um, but he made some really strong points and that's, that's the whole key to it is people talking, people reacting to things that others have said and it's it's fascinating. It's way more interesting than a lot of the muck that we're fed up.
0: Yeah. Do you know? Do you know when it sort of started to become popular? Is it? Is it something that's just? As I've seen it, <clears throat> it was at the Kuroit Festival a couple of weeks back, and um, it was definitely something that was done in the pub. But it was done as more as a as a poetry, yeah, um, spoken word kind of event. Um, but this, this is this is not necessarily. As you say, it's not even necessarily a beginning and an end. It's a meander, or it could be a recollection. Yeah. I think there was a gentleman that got up today that actually did a couple of Spike Milligan poems, poems. <laughs> yeah. and it really it was a real um, lovely colour actually to add into add into today's um, event.
1: It's a great way to start the day.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's probably a great way to finish the day too.
1: <laughs> but but festivals are generally so much about going and seeing performers and acts mm. it, it's great to be able to participate mm. and it's it's really important especially for younger people as well, that they hear other people's stories mm. and that they get the opportunity to speak their own stories. One of the issues I have these days is that there is very little interaction between older generations and younger people. Mm um probably when i was growing up the local pub served that purpose once you hit 18 but it was about the only time that you'd be in with 60 year olds and talking to 60 year olds but of course even the the local pubs disappearing now and the generations tend to um, mix amongst themselves and all all the cultural things that they observe through through the media um, is is all just targeted at their age group and it's so produced it's, yeah. so produced but mm. these create opportunities
0: what do you think what do you think people draw from an event like today if you'd walked in today and you'd never apart from a good deal of nerves, I imagine, for some people <laughs> as you say, the emotion. But what do you what do you think the benefits of apart from the, the community, the sense of community that comes together? Um, maybe just link it back to the storytelling. Maybe you said that the um people don't realise that they've got a story to tell. So
1: At how much I get out of it and I can only imagine that's being replicated I mean everybody would react the their own way but replicated by the audience I just think it's fascinating to hear people's stories the thing I often come out of it thinking is how much we judge people on how they look sometimes by their age and you see people that that seem so innocuous and they have such powerful stories.
0: And actually, everybody's story is equally important. It doesn't matter what what your role is, is you know, in your private sort of job or um, whether you're a humble, you know, mm. worker or cleaner at a school or whatever it is, whether you don't have a job, you're unemployed, you're homeless, sleep on the street.
1: And it's, it's not about... Being a good story or a bad story, it's it's a story, and and you will get some that you you uh, are starting to doze off. So, would you think that there's a, a sense of
0: because I almost extrapolated out and say there's a sense of giving people value in in having their stories listened to. That you know everybody's got the opportunity to stand up and speak. Not everybody thinks they're an entertainer, but everybody's got something valuable to say. Absolutely, um, yeah. and in, a, and in a, an environment like what we've just seen, this is a open um, institute, all people sitting at tables, just you come up to speak. Um, people seem to get into the flow of it, and you can actually see You can almost visually witness their own self worth growing, or 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 or, or becoming coming
1: forward. Well, it kind of validates. Absolutely no intention of speaking. They're just coming in to listen. But something in one of the previous stories will trigger, as I said before. And it's almost their way of processing it. Mm. And and sometimes they'll be very, very moving and very significant the events, although they might sound like quite innocuous events, such as. Virgin on the Vespa. and The Virgin <laughs> on the Vespa. They're just little moments, little vignettes out of our lives yep. and they're really important. Mm. And it's interesting how we we will look back on previous generations and look at the history and we'll be fascinated with
0: mm.
1: the little nuances that were going on 300 years ago, but we, we give scant attention to what's going on now mm-hmm. and the little things in our lives everybody's life is being touched by very significant things mm. um, and sometimes very humorous things some, sometimes really sad but they're part of the family Arts, yep. uh, it's called Storytelling under the Annex, that's every month, generally it's the well, it's always the last Wednesday of the month, 7 o'clock, the bowling club on Drummond Street, mm-hmm. that's thematic, so the theme is put up on the website, there are, there are several others and it's become quite a significant thing, but some of them are more formal. And some of them tend to to attract people who are wanting to be serious storytellers. I like the more casual, where anybody can get up and feel comfortable telling their story. And it's not a competition.
0: That's right, yeah. And actually, for local people, um, if you can't get to Oakley, Alex Richenalf, um has one coming actually this Sunday, 11th of February, at the Belgrave Library, 2pm. Great. So for local people in our area, that's nice to know that's on. And I didn't actually know that was on, so I've only got that out of meeting him here at the festival, which is great. wonderful connection. Um, thanks very much for talking to us about Pleasure. Um, storytelling. We'll see you next interview. Thanks, Jules. <laughs>